1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store
4: to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS
1: sports radio. I am Bart Winkler. Good to be with you on this fine evening where we are talking a lot of NFL football and deservedly. So we had a great weekend of football. If you were a non-partial observer, you could just sit back and, you know, enjoy that bills and chiefs game and, um, just enjoy a good football game. I don't know that a lot of people were able to do that because you were either rooting against the chiefs. Like if you're a Chiefs fan or Bills fan, I'm excluding you. You're either rooting against the Chiefs because you don't want this anymore, or you're rooting for the Chiefs because you've been a fan for seven weeks because you like Taylor Swift, or you just can't imagine the Bills losing again. If not now, when? If not now, when? And I'm sure Bills fans are tired of hearing that, but this is, this is as crushing of a loss as you're going to have. There's there's losses that happen like this, and I talked about it a couple of days ago, but when you get to this point and you go through something like this, you almost just need something to change for the sake of change. When Atlanta lost in the Super Bowl 28-3, they were up 28-3 and they lose the game. It's like, how do you, how do you go forward and not get so hung up on that ever? It's almost like you need just a whole new coat of paint, a whole new everything. The franchise needs a makeover. Same thing with Seattle when they were in the Super Bowl, and they threw an interception to Malcolm Butler. They never recovered from that. Finally, they kind of have with the Geno Smith, quote unquote, era. But they, you know, they haven't been back to the mountaintop, and now they're looking for a new head coach. Um, how do you recover from that, Buffalo? It's like you finally got the Chiefs at home, and you can't win. So now what? What? What do you do? Get them home again? do everything do everything step a step b step c just to get that back to that point hopefully what do you do or do you think we've tried it you're not gonna get rid of josh allen he's like the reason you're there Stephon diggs uh, that that was not a great game from stefan diggs it was not a great game from him um you know you tinker with the roster a little bit do you get a new head coach would you normally not get a new head coach? But you're like, I mean, if Belichick would come here. I know he's a rival and everything, but gosh, if he could come here and, you know, be the missing piece, Jim Harbaugh are suddenly is suddenly this job opening up for those guys. And I think I think there's part of the reason why some of these guys haven't been hired yet. Is that they're waiting to see what other jobs open up. Cause Yeah, you can take a job with the Falcons and be like, all right, here's how many pieces we are away from the Super Bowl. Or you could take a job with the Bills if it opens up and be like, oh, we're like, we're like right there. It's a lot easier as a coach to come in, I think, to that. Speaking of head coaches, there was a hiring today. Brian Callahan is the next coach of the Tennessee Titans. So they fired Mike Vrabel for Brian Callahan. Let's see how he does. He was the offensive coordinator with the Bengals. That means every team has gotten a new offensive coordinator since 2022. Nobody that was an offensive coordinator with their team in 2021 is still the offensive coordinator with their team. That is crazy. Absolutely crazy. 855 We're talking about the weekend that was. I do believe a lot of it is going to be centered on what happened in Buffalo because it's the most recent game and it's the most raw, and it's just really hard to to deal with. But we've got two matchups this weekend. We've got the Lions and the Niners, and we've got the Chiefs and the Ravens. So I think we're going to talk a lot about the losers tonight and maybe more about the winners as we move out throughout the week. Jonathan is in Dallas. Hey, Jonathan.
5: Hey, how you doing? What's up? Hey, too much. Well, first of all, I want to, you know, I've been listening. I've been hearing the Jared Goff. You know he's a Hall of Famer, and now I'm hearing about you know uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a good player. You ever heard about the book? Read the book. Good to great. That's what Buffalo's stuck at right now. The enemy to great is not horrible. The enemy to great is good. See, they're good and they're not making the moves to be great. Well, I think what happens with, with uh, Josh Allen, he needs some help, and it should be coaching. Josh Allen can um he can make plays. He just don't make the play. And it's a difference between being making plays and making the play. See, you look at those guys, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, you see where that guy stepped on his foot, things like that don't happen to to make plays. You shouldn't leave it. A great player like Josh Allen supposed to be, he don't leave it in the hands of your kicker. Sometimes you got to go get it. And just like this, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly, why, right? He made the Hall of Fame, like you say, four straight years. Marv Levy, he talking about that guy, talking about all the other coaches. You've got to sometimes put it in his hands. And Josh Allen's doing it. Don't say this year. Now, all of a sudden this year, Stefan Diggs is not playing the way he is. The previous years, he was. They were mad at him. Them one hops ain't going to do it. And that's what Lamar has to prove. Lamar can't do it until he has to go out and do it. And that's what he's kind of doing. He's just like Lamar has to shut the people up. You guys, Buffalo has to shut them up. Ain't nobody giving Lamar nothing. He's got to go out there and he's got to finish Mahomes. If he don't finish Mahomes, he'll be in the same category as uh, Josh Allen. He can't finish. And that's where we are. So it's about proving yourself. It's time to, what they say, get off the pot. Either blank or get off the pot. That's one way or the other. That's what you got to do now.
1: Yeah, I think that you're right on that. Uh, Jonathan, thanks for the call. 855-2124-CBS. This was, I mean, the Chiefs... (laughs) The Chiefs should not should not once again go to the Super Bowl. Now, they're a good team, obviously. And Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they have figured out a recipe. And Steve Spagnuolo there as the uh, coordinator, they're dialing up some good stuff on defense. I think Isaiah Pacheco is still very underrated in terms of what he can do. The wide receivers, they are bad, right? They, I mean, McCall Hardman had no targets, two rushes, and a fumble in one of the dumber play calls that we've seen. And maybe the dumbest play call of the game until there was a fake punt that was run. Now, they said there was only 10 guys on, and so they switched into it, but still. And I'm a big proponent of fake punts. They're cool. But at that point in the game, it was like, I mean, you could punt it here. You don't need to give the Chiefs the football. Uh, Now, they were bailed out by it because of the turnover on down things or the touchback thing, which we will address also. What a meaty weekend it was. But, I mean, you just didn't need to do it. And so, for Buffalo, De- uh, Miami couldn't get them. Game was too cold for them to even have a shot. Buffalo couldn't get them at home. And now then they go into Baltimore, and the, the Chiefs are motivated. Like, it's crazy. How do you make five straight AFC championship games and then get motivated that the the people don't think you're good enough? Well, you listen to what the people are saying, and what were we saying? What were we saying? Oh, they can't play on the road. We don't know that. We've never seen them play on the road in this era of Chiefs football. We just assume. And so we told them they couldn't. And then they did. And now they got to do it again. And if you saw any of the locker room video, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, I see Patrick Mahomes give all these interviews and he's like, "Ah, we just got to play better. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't, what is it? he's going to rally up a team. And then he's in there rallying up a team. And he's like, we're not done celebrating yet. Uh, why are there so many songs about rainbows? And I'm like, oh my God. I, I I kinda I kinda think the Chiefs might win now. You gonna bet against the Chiefs? People been betting against the Chiefs for a decade. Look what they've done. Let's get to Dave in Miami. Dave. My man Bart. How are you, sir? What's up, Dave?
2: I I have a new n a new name I like to call myself, Mr. Neutral.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> All right. Um the Chiefs' build game yesterday was okay. I just think that um, that Reed just uh, pushed a better button. And also, I have a question for you. Have sure. you ever been to Detroit? You ever been to Detroit?
1: I've only been to the airport.
2: I actually won a contest when I was a kid, a, a round-trip um, ticket to uh, Detroit. And it was like punishment for winning.
1: So, <laughs>
5: <laughs> Detroit, Detroit's on the...
1: Detroit's on the come-up, man. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. Just keep dreaming. It's just like South Bronx is on the come-up. It never come-up. Hey, yeah, I, I saw anyway, some pictures of so are- that downtown. All those, all those arenas are right next to each other. I could do a weekend in Detroit. Yeah, all right. All right. It should, it should be, you know, nuclear
2: bombs should, should, be, should be dropped on Detroit. That's how much of a dump it is. But anyway. That is big, quite shout a out take. To, big big shout-out to, to my boy, Mr. Positive.
1: I, I'm sure he's, he's listening. Have a good night, guys. Thanks. All right. Uh, you can't call yourself Mr. Neutral and then select what city should have, uh, bombs dropped on them. Mr. Positive is here. It's Greg in Michigan. Hey, Greg.
0: Hey, you guys, Mr. Positive. I can't believe I'm honored by that gentleman, but I was surprised about dropping a nuclear bomb on, um, Detroit. Um,
4: yeah, I'm going to just
0: kind of pretend that
1: didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Right. And, uh, surprised. But uh, I'm honored that uh, you mentioned me. Um, i got to tell you, um, I'm devastated because of what happened to my boy, Josh Elvis Allen, um, in the sense that, uh, yeah, he's got all the talent in the world and there's just something missing. And um, i got to tell you, before I get to the Lions, uh, Mahomes, is he GOAT status right now? No matter what happens going forward, I mean, is this guy – Arguably, within the first ten years of playing football, or seven years, he's got to be the goat for seven years. Better than Brady, better than my uh, Peyton Elvis Manning. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, if the Lions well, I don't think, win, I, think, I mean, I th- want that... Kansas City. I don't know why, but I want, want Kansas City. I want Taylor Swift to kiss little Travis in the lips, and I want it to be smoochy, smoochy, and I want to see the lovely Patrick Mahomes. Um, Kiss his beautiful uh, bride, girlfriend. Because those four make a cute little That i got to tell you, when you see little Travis walking hand-in-hand hand with uh, little Tay-Tay, it's just cute. And little Jason Kelsey with his big, muscular, chubby body with hairy chest. I mean, you got to, you got to, I mean, it was great that he was able to unwind like that. I wasn't expecting him to be that, he doesn't have that uh, demeanor to do what he did, did but um, the Lions... The Lions can beat San Francisco. We are a good team. I don't see, and it's been bandied about here in Detroit, and your affiliate, 97 won the ticket, Um, uh, just the idea that uh, what do they have? Okay, they got uh, McCaffrey. They got uh, Brock Purdy, who's a third-string quarterback, even though he's he's playing like uh, an all-pro. Um,
1: well, I'll tell you the firsthand, McCaffrey man? alone can beat you. Uh, they got Bosa. They got Chase Young on the defense. Okay. They got, uh, I mean, Brandon Ayuk was kind of quiet until he had a big drive. Kittle had a great touchdown catch. Well, the Niners, right, the Niners might have more weapons than anybody.
0: Right. I, I Yeah, yeah. Glad you broke it down. And thanks for addressing my uh, thing on Facebook. Um, yeah, everybody you can find me on find Facebook. find me, Gregory Balteff. Um, oh god. I got to tell you, Bart, you're doing a great job. And I, you know how I love my chef, but uh Go Lions and we'll just see how this is and Dan Campbell's our MVP and he should be coach of the year une- unequivocally. Bart, right. thank you for taking my call. Everybody go for your dreams.
1: Uh, it's Greg uh in Michigan. Mr. Positive following up Mr. Neutral and I guess that'll just make me Mr. Negative. We need somebody to be it. It could make it uh, me. Why not?
6: Well, apparently everyone self anoints themselves. I mean, Mr. Positive anoints himself, Mr. Positive. Mr. Neutral anoints himself, Mr. Neutral. I, I think you're uh, a little more positive than Mr. Negative, but that's just me. Yeah,
1: isn't the whole thing about nicknames is you can't make your own up? Isn't that the whole point? Correct,
6: correct. You said it get stuck with a nickname? I was never big on Queen Latifah because I don't feel like you can give yourself the name Queen. Mm. You know? Um,
1: mm, but that's like a stage name. What about like The Rock? Right. But that was, he was a wrestler first.
6: Yeah, F- fair. But then once you go to Hollywood, you should be Dwayne.
1: You know what's really making me mad since you brought it up? Sure. So I listen to a lot of, um, well, I like all kinds of music. I really do. Um, but I listen to a lot of like the new alternative rock, I guess I'll say. And there's nobody. nobody goes by their own name anymore. Like there's no, there's no Jimmy Buffett's or Christopher crosses or Neil Diamonds. RIP
6: Jimmy, by the way.
1: Uh, yeah. There's no, there's none. There's no like Paul Simons or there's, there's nobody that's like a guy uh, yeah. and a last name, I guess. Like, okay. Billy Eilish is a big, and she's going by her name, but her brother goes by Phineas. Yeah. And everyone, yeah. everyone's name is like, my name is Jacob Thompson, but I go as <laughs> Jack tea or it's just it's, it's, it's weird it's like i go as iced toms i mean nobody or i go as like flower boat uh, my name is jason thompson but when i'm on stage i'm flowerhead. yeah what are you what are you doing why does nobody go by the and it's always like flower but flowers spelled like flower like the thing you have in your cupboard but he still does the logo of a flower have i lost everyone yet
6: i don't think so i mean I get the point. Um, I mean, they were doing it long before this generation. I mean, Slash. <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess Bono. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Yeah. You know, be called what you want to be
6: called. Ellen El- El- John is not his name. No. I forget what it is. Exactly. It's uh,
1: Stephen or something. Well, he changed it. He was born, oh, my God, It's uh, Reg- Reginald, Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Right, right. I guess he liked the office. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they named him after that. 855-212-4CBS. All right, uh, Andy's in Baltimore. What's up, Andy?
2: Hey, how you doing, my friend? Hey. It doesn't matter who we play and as far as the Ravens go. If we replicate our best game this year, no one can stay on the field with us um look at what we did to detroit look at what we did to san francisco in san francisco if kansas city plays their best game and the ravens play their best game it's a blowout and the ravens just walk away smiling as far as the thing what i called about watching that kick in buffalo when he kicked that ball it was going through the center of the uprights so the first thing i thought was tie ball game there must have been a wind shear that blew that ball. And anybody that watches it that don't see that, their TV must look different than mine. But I know the flags on the on the posts didn't indicate there was a real strong wind. But that ball took a serious right turn. It, it happened to Justin Tucker a few years ago, and I can't explain it. But am I wrong? Was it not going straight at first?
1: I thought it w- It looked like for a second it was going straight, but then I don't know what happened. Because that was one of the quickest, like, oh, he's not making this kick that I've seen in a long time. It, it was just like, it, uh, uh, no, oh, no, no. Like Bills fans didn't even have to wait. It was you saw it, you knew. So I don't know. I don't know right. what happened on the kick.
2: Well, well, in football, there's no twenty-two hundred RPMs per minute like like a Mickey Lolich curveball. So I mean, something made that ball like make a. 70-degree turn, and it, and, it, and it wasn't the spin on the football. So I think there was a wind shear or something. I'm not trying to defend the kicker. There are other reasons Buffalo lost, mostly probably all the injuries that they've had and, and all. But, I mean, bottom line is somehow they can't get over the hump. They, and when yeah. they make it to the Super Bowl, they don't get over the hump in the Super Bowl either.
1: It's really, uh, Andy, thanks for the call. It's just so demoralizing, and I I do sympathize with it. Empathize, sympathize, I I feel bad. (laughs) I feel bad for you. I I could, uh, I mean, I could really just, I could have got in here tonight and been like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to rile up uh, Bills fans and be like, ha, ha, ha. But how could you even pretend to do that? How can anyone, it's just so rough. You lose when you root for your team. You know your top five worst losses. You know yours. Uh, but Buffalo's, it's like a, it's just like a whole new thing. It's like, you know, you're all comparing, and then they, they walk in, and you're like, oh, no, you win. Um, Will, you win. You have the saddest life and the saddest story. That's terrible. And I feel really bad about it for them. And I feel bad about my own stuff. But even me, I'm like, oh, geez, I don't have it that bad. 855 212 We'll talk some more football, maybe some conspiracies. That one I thought was getting close. I thought we were going to talk about like a chip in the ball that Goodell made go the wrong way. I thought we were getting there, but I guess it's still uh, too early for that. 855 212 4CBS, CBS Sports Radio.
4: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
5: That was fun. Um, I love Arrowhead, but uh, it's always fun when you get to come together as a team and really just be
1: like y'all versus versus everybody and and get the win. So uh, it's always great to be in great environments and uh, find a way to get a win austin in chicago what's up austin Bart, ever
2: since you went on parkinson spiegel two or three years ago and talked about the the chair stunt you did in milwaukee during the bucks run i've become a fan from afar and i'm so glad that you're uh, on our local airwaves now so uh, a big kudos to that
4: this is the bart winkler show on cbs sports radio call in now at 855-212-4cbs
1: CBS Sports Radio, two outstanding individuals you just heard from, Austin. Uh, and then uh, Patrick Mahomes, who, you know you know what may have happened here. I'm Bart Winkler. Shep's here. Marco coming up on the update. You know what may have happened with the Chiefs is maybe, maybe the Chiefs don't win that game if it's an arrowhead. Maybe they don't win that game. They've had some problems, right? The wide receivers have been an issue. There's games that they think that they got, you know, screwed out of. Wins in with different calls. Now they're on the road and they have a chance to, and I know they had their first game at home against Miami, so cold. But the, you, you give this team a reason to come together by playing on the road for the first time in the playoffs again under Mahomes. You know, they've done that. Maybe it added something. Maybe it added a spark. Maybe it added some, like, cohesion. and I, I mean, Mahomes is saying it like, we enjoyed that. We had fun. And I give them a pretty good chance to win in Baltimore. Baltimore Lamar's going to have to have a day. Baltimore's not going to be able to play down in any level. If they, if they do what the Niners did, where you you play down a little bit and keep a team around, uh, they will not win. They have to play. They have to play a great game to beat Kansas City because Kansas City somehow, you know, I know they're not the home team, but they've been the home team, and it's been there, done that. And now let's do it the other way. And man. Having our 80,000 screaming fans is awesome. But you know what is a better feeling? Having 80,000 people go quiet. And being the reason that some of these guys, grown men, are crying in the stands. And I feel you. I will I will not come in here and say that I have never cried about a sporting event. In fact, as a Packer fan, I'm not even sure I have correctly processed this loss yet. I feel like... I feel like I, oh, that was fine. Okay, we shouldn't have been there. That's what I'm thinking. I I might be in the denial stage in the five stages of grief. That's the first one. I read about some of these plays. I watched a little of the game back. I'm like, oh, boy, that should have been a pick. Oh, oh, boy, that shouldn't have happened. Oh, my gosh. They should have stopped him. And I, I let these feelings creep in, and then I go, no, 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 no. Rebuilding year. Don't you worry, sir. Rebuilding year. Maybe I am in denial. Look, sports are hard. We we voluntarily not only like this stuff, but really to some of us, me included, make it our personality over like these things where one out of 30 or one out of 32 depending what sport is only going to win, like 31 fan bases every year are going to be very sad. And we're just like, "Oh, well, Maybe next time, okay? Why do why, why do we do it? That's the kind of magnitude of the loss I think that Bills fans are experiencing. I've been there. I don't think I've been the same person since I saw the Packers lose to Seattle in the twenty fourteen game. I think a, a part of me died that day. I didn't go on the air. I called in sick. I didn't go on the air again until uh, Wednesday. Actually, I am lying. I was a part timer then, and I didn't have a shift until Wednesday. But it's you know makes me sound cooler uh bill is in milwaukee hey bill
3: how you guys doing
1: hey bill what's up
3: hey i'm gonna shut my truck off
1: there we
3: go oh i'm up in green bay Bay, you're up up you're going up to green bay no i'm up in green bay right now in my truck
1: oh what, what what are people doing up there being sad
3: yeah they're a little upset just like i am and you are the Bardo meter, you know, the other day got thrown off by a couple guys in Michigan and California. I just thought I'd throw that in there, you know. <laughs> well, the Bardo meter was right. Yep. yep. Um, so so what I want to say was, you know, you guys have hit the nail on the head on a lot of things in, during the game, but it's some of the stuff I might have missed earlier on uh, other radio stations. But just to, just to recap just a little bit, our offense was doing pretty good in the first half, and so was our defense. We were getting after Mr. Purdy, you know, and um, yeah, yeah. and he, he looked like a deer in the headlights. In the second half, they came all kind of flat. They get the ball first, of course, and it was like we're just giving them a chance, giving them a chance, giving them a chance. You could see that the 49ers guys all the way towards the end sitting on the sidelines looking pretty sad like they were going to lose this game, and we gave it to them. We gave it to them with that field goal miss again, and... Uh, a couple things that not calling timeouts in the first half at all not calling timeouts in the second half when he should have when it was like third and one and that play was blown by our new quarterback you know but if you would have called a play there a timeout right there he could have settled him down made out the right play like he did throughout some of the other games and they never should have gotten that mess at the very begin. Be- end obviously, where she, he ran across and threw it across his body, which you never do. And he, it was not like fourth and forever. No, and yeah, that was, and, and he has
1: not been making those kind of decisions all year. That's what was very curious about it. That was, that was, I mean, for what we know about Jordan Love, that was not Jordan Love like.
3: No, it was almost like his headset in his helmet wasn't working for those a few plays towards the end there, and it was like he just. He just lost it, like they. And if they, all he had to do is call a timeout and settle him down. Everybody could see it. And, and then one more point on on uh, negative stuff, and then I'll give you a little a funny thing. But the negative thing is, you know, Joe Barry ain't it? No, Joe Barry ain't it. You know, um, we need a defense. Was that, that a song? Yeah, there's a song up here in Green Bay. They put out one of the radio guys, Marco Boletti, I think. Marco or something. No, Marco's coming up. Okay, there's another Mark, Marco or Mark something. On, it's during the daytime, around four o'clock. Oh. Um. Well, he was. I'm catching strays. Time, hey, well, so no, you're, you're, Marco, you're not catching strays.
1: Sing your song again. Me? Yeah. Oh.
3: Well, all we want for Christmas is a new defensive court here cuz Joe Barry ain't it, Joe Barry ain't it.
1: Marco, you got uh, you got credit for that. You thought you made it.
3: That's credit? I don't know if that's credit. <laughs> Different word yeah, there, Bart. But there's a lot of words to it, when it was really good. Anyhow, um we need a defense that'll punch the other team in the mouth. When we when we had Reggie White, Gilbert Brown, the grave digger and everything or Brett Favre, and even in 2010, that that helped us win with Rodgers. Um, we don't we don't have teams that are afraid of coming into Green Bay anymore, and let alone anywhere else. And they were just letting them dink and dunk down the field at the end of that game, and they kept saying, "Hey,
6: come take it from us, come I take don't it from us." we we'll for Christmas. it was Taylor coordinator. It was tailor made for Bill, and Bill, you just talked over it. I don't know if you heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, sing. Thanks, Shep.
3: Sing. All we want for Christmas is a new defensive coordinator, because Joe Barry ain't it. No, Joe Barry ain't it.
1: Are those the only? Yeah. Is that the only lyric?
3: No, there's other ones, but yeah. 2024, we need a new defensive coordinator, because Joe Barry ain't it. No, Joe Barry ain't it. If Matt Lafleur won't he fire him, then he ain't it. Yep, if Matt LaFleur won't fire him, then we gotta have somebody take over the reins because you ain't it. Okay, Jabari all right, all right. okay. There you go. Um,
1: yeah, I'm I'm gonna Simon Cowell you and say, uh,
3: yeah, you are not you
1: advancing to the next round, sir.
3: No, I'm not a saint. All right, I never Bill, said eight. I made that
1: time. thanks, thanks though, thanks for dropping eight. a beat for us.
3: Oops. Go pack go right next year. We got to do it. I'm sick of the Forty ers beating us. There was with that game we had it, and you know we would have beat Detroit. We would have been uh, in the Super Bowl. How many times? How many times are you going to get a gift like that and get all the experience? And and it was right there in front of them. They had it. They had them in their sights. All they had to do is, you know what?
1: Well, and go Bill, Detroit. thanks thanks again for the call. And I think that's that's what it's you know that's what's so hard about. Where, where the Bills fans, it's like, what do you do now? And I think Packers fans, I, there's a reason to be optimistic. Like, this was a rebuilding year. But it would almost have been better if they just finished 8-9, and nine, saw enough from Jordan Love to know he's the guy, gone out on that high, maybe gone out on a Week 18 win against Chicago and feel good about yourselves. But you got to the playoffs, and then you beat Dallas, and then you hung with the 49ers, and it's it's like we didn't, of all the years to not have to experience a playoff heartbreak, the the Packers still ended up experiencing a playoff heartbreak. So, I'm like, it sucks. Um, and then now at 4.30 in the morning, I'm going to be sitting there bolting out of my bed. Well, what's wrong, honey? Joe ain't it. Joe ain't it. Joe ain't it.
6: This was a very hammy, bad audition.
1: Yeah, we are. We only let him on because you got to let some of the bad ones on. That's That was the whole point of the audition rounds of the show. Uh, could you believe they let this guy on? Yes, they, that's the whole point. They, That's the whole point. Now, nah, Bill, thanks for playing along. 855-212-4CBS.
4: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. The Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart Winkler. Oh, yes, thank you.
1: 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. We are breaking down. That's what we're doing. We, We see the divisional rounds. We see the results. And now we're breaking it down from every angle. We just get right in there like how you stuff a turkey we just stuff our hand in the divisional round and rip it apart and just break it down everything that we saw we're going we're going to get covered in some way shape or form uh, it's just a lot of a lot of the a lot of the meat on this bone this bird this year has been talking about the bills yeah, a little packers too some of you guys caught up about the packers bobs in milwaukee hey bob
7: hey Bart there that's uh Marcus Eversol that does that little parody up there about that. He's out of Green Bay, uh, one zero seven five. The fan, I'm sure you guys could look it up, and uh, yeah, it's a pretty good little tune that he's got going on there. But uh, anyway, well, you as know far what as I think I found it. Yeah,
1: Yeah, we're gonna try to get it for you. Yeah, Marcus Eversol. Uh, I like that guy. He does great work.
7: Right. Yeah. Um, as far as the Packers are concerned, I think we already won this this thing here. I do have a question for you though. If we dump a bunch of our salary cap, which we should next year, can we float some of that like if we don't spend, let's say there's 350 million and we only spend 300, can we float that over to the next year like we're pushing everything back? But now we got to repay it. Can we save some money, or do we have to spend it or lose it?
1: No, you, you don't know. get to take the cap with you. You got if you you got to spend it or you don't get to spend it.
7: You don't get it right because I think you know we're going to lose it. It's a, not uh, like you Aaron can't. Rogers, yeah, you and can't. going like Bak- Bak- to be gone, and you know we're going to have some money, and we got a lot of young guys that are on their you know rookie contracts. We should be doing good.
1: Well, then you know what's going to happen is they're going to have to pay Jordan Love 50 million bucks, so that's where the money's going. Well, we got
7: a year on him yet, too, and, yeah, we got to negotiate that. But um, he seems like a pretty cool guy, and he wants the team to win, too.
1: Yeah, but he's going to take $50 million if if that's the market for it.
7: Right, but 50 million ain't that bad for a good quarterback. I mean, really good quarterback for the next five years.
1: That's where I'm at, Bob. I agree with you. Thanks for the call. Um, but I'm telling you when that contract gets redone, you know, cause there's a lot of Packer fans and maybe across the league, like Jordan love is good in that game. He had a lot of really good throws, especially down the sideline. That interception was so unlike anything he's done all year that it was a little mind boggling. But I think people are thinking, oh, all right, 30, 35 yeah, 30, maybe 40. No, man, it's going to be 50 million bucks. That's what these quarterbacks make now. And if you're the Packers, what do you want to do? You want to pay this guy 50 million bucks or you want to wait for the next guy? Can they even can, we know that they can develop quarterbacks. Can they do that any other way? We don't know that they need to develop guys. You're going to, you're going to develop this guy for a handful of years and then just say, nah, we owe you money now, leave. They won't do it. So it's going to be a big number. It is going to be a big number. Um, also, the parody of the song I'm finding was To Little Saint Nick. We got that makes it, more Alan, sense. The link
6: you sent me if you want to play it.
1: Yeah, this is Marcus Eversol uh, in Green Bay. WDUZ. Well, you can
8: run it down his throat unless you'd rather throw. And yet they brought him back again about a year ago. It never made sense and you can call me a hater, but the Packers need a new defensive coordinator. Cause Joe Barry ain't it very No Joe Barry ain't it ain't <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Merry Christmas. Christmas, Christmas, comes, a- this uh-huh. Uh-huh. Merry Christmas,
5: Christmas comes this time each year.
8: Merry
4: Christmas! Christmas
5: comes this time each year. All right,
1: uh, got to say, big fan. Uh, that was a lot better, with all due respect, than what Bill did with it. Uh, and also, the Beach Boys Christmas record CD, if you will, that was the official album of choice. Every family's got their one Christmas album they put on during presents. Uh, my wife's was Amy Grant, I believe. Amy Grant's Christmas album growing up. Mine was the Beach Boys. We always listened to the Beach Boys. Um, and, and Little St. Nick was a popular hit And I think that was good So well done And whenever you're going to put your voice out there As a radio Oh Vanilla Sky
3: Vanilla Sky is an okay movie But the end of Vanilla Sky is
1: like the best Yeah Love the Beach Boys Alright five two one two. 212 I guess do we have to do Nah I skipped on the chorus That's alright you got, you got you all got Spotify. I'm ah, never mind. Up what are we doing? <laughs> I get around, yeah, get around, around, around,
4: get around, I get around, I get
1: around. I get around.
6: Right. Do you have any more? I no more. Do you, do you, do you have <laughs> oh, I mean, any more? Those two. I mean, listen. When you say Beach Boys, there's not a single person listening that doesn't love them. Some Beach Boys, so you got to play those two songs if you're going to mention them. Or uh, when they used to play with Uncle Jesse, Jesse and the Riffers? Is that where we're going with this? Come on, mm-hmm. Come yeah. with that. that that was a rundown, obsolete Beach Boys. That they didn't do them any justice putting them in that '90s sitcom.
1: Hey, it was still a great memory for me. I was like, I was, you know, it's Friday night. I'm watching TGIF. I'm like, that's the Christmas band we listen to, Mommy, Daddy. You and they're got like, it, go dude. to bed. Yeah, you got it, dude. Um, yeah. All right. Robert. Bring it back, Robert. You got a big mission here. Bring All the right. show back. Well, we're, giving it,
8: we're giving out nicknames, so I'm going to be Mr. Reality. Uh, by the way, a piece Ooh. of trivia That Beach Boys uh, Christmas song or Christmas album uh, on which the song was released, that was released on Friday, November 22nd, 1963. Really? absolutely killed the sales. Yes. You can look that up at a later date. Oh, that
1: was, for those that don't know, that was JFK.
8: Yep. Yep. Wow. uh, Sorry to bring that into the picture. But anyhow, uh, we're talking a lot of sad things tonight, I guess, for some people. Uh, on reality uh, before chiefs fans enjoyed this uh, run with uh, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes let's not forget that they had four decades of being out in the Netherlands of the NFL after they won Super Bowl 4 as a 16 year old baltimore colts fan i saw the worst loss ever when my baltimore colts lost Super Bowl 3 to the new york jets however Two years later, they came back and won the Super Bowl, and the Jets have never gone back. This is the world of professional sports. So, if you're going to be a fan of any sports team, keep in mind that your season is going to end in disappointment, oh, probably about 95% of the time, no matter who your team is. So, uh, unless you're. A little bit of a masochist, you may want to go uh, antiquing instead. So, which is it. fun. Hey, do you, so who do you root for now? You're you I'm you a Ravens out of the fan. Cult? I've called you before. Shep knows who I am. I'll call. We'll talk Ravens later in the week when we start talking important stuff like the 14th But like are, like, are you? Playing. Do you
1: have any? Because if you grow up with the Colts, do you have any? Does any part of you care about them?
8: N- no, no, not once they left Baltimore. You know, yeah. I was I was a Baltimore guy. Uh, my family's out, out of Baltimore. I'm in Annapolis, but you know, I grew up an Orioles fan, a Colts fan, even a Bullets fan back then. Uh, no longer root for the what do they call them now the Wizards? Once once they leave my area, I'm done with them. You know, that's like All right, the, Okay, that's like pining for an old girlfriend. Are you kidding me?
1: It is. Uh, I just there's a lot of people of an age in Milwaukee that believe it or not still love the Braves.
8: Well. You know, uh, football's a little bit different for me. There's so much passion involved. But I, uh, let me a uh, quick comp on Josh, uh, 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 the quarterback, if I may. Uh, I compare him in a, a bit to uh, John Elway, who was uh, similarly gifted, physical, uh, sort of freakish for a quarterback, and it took him quite a while before he was able to take his team all the way. He carried that team for a long time before it came together. So I would say Josh Allen fans – or Buffalo fans, you just got to hang in there. It may happen one day.
1: And if it does, thanks for the call, Robert. If it does happen, it's gonna like it's gonna feel so good. It's gonna feel so good. And I know there's you know points where it feels like it's never gonna happen, and you're wondering, is it even worth it? It is worth it. It is worth it. Somehow, some way. I mean the the loss. Oh my God, I'm actually questioning if it is worth it. If it, is it worth it? All the Packers playoff losses that I've seen, was it worth it to watch a Super Bowl? Uh, it, it, seen, it will
6: it will be for that franchise.
1: I've seen two of them. Yeah, I still think it's worth it, man. I still think it's worth it. But I had one as a kid. I had one when I was 12. So I... Man, I just like... One of the first things that I realized, like, you learn about football, and you're like, oh, I can't believe... I could not believe watching the Bills lose all those Super Bowls, and now it's like... Happening again. But they can't even get there. Oh, Bills fans. We are with you tonight, CBS Sports Radio.
4: You got it, dude.
6: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?